Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, parables worth pondering. I'm Candy. Come with us as we ride into today's story, A Bicycle for Elliot. It takes a leap of faith, but that's a step worth taking. If the path we face is the one God's making. When he says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. The tiny bell tinkled merrily as Elliot opened the door to riveting repairs. Elliot glared with disgust at the shiny gold object making the joyful noise. The repair shop wasn't big enough to need a bell, thought Elliot. Normally he didn't mind, but this morning was different. Elliot was tired, the kind of tired that even a huge cup of Jumpin' Java's coffee couldn't fix. He slumped down on the stool next to his workbench and rubbed his sleepy eyes. Blinking twice, he glanced out the window just in time to catch sight of Zeke rushing over to the shop. Elliot looked up at the clock on the wall. It was 20 minutes past 8. Phew, what a rough morning. Sorry I'm late, Elliot. You can't believe what it took to get out the door. (sighs) I'm sure I can imagine. A button came off my suspenders, so I had to change into another pair. Then I tripped over a fishing pole I'd left on the floor in the kitchen. As I fell, I grabbed the corner of the table and pulled it down. Am I boring you, buddy? Uh, I'm sorry, Zeke. Fishing pole, then the table, or something like that. Did you stay up late last night? You look exhausted. No, I just have to get up so early to get here to work on time in the morning. It's a long walk. I don't know how you do it. I can barely make the 20 steps to get over here on time. And if we've had a busy day, then it feels like an even longer walk home. I'm too worn out to do much of anything after work. I'm starting to wonder if I should move back to the pond. But you love your house and the quiet of the pool. Oh, I do. I love the peace and quiet and all the new friends around the pool. But this is getting harder and harder to do. I don't see how I can keep from making a choice, the pool or the repair shop. At that, Zeke's heart dropped. He couldn't lose his business partner. The new shop made excellent sense for them to combine their talents, and his friend was situated perfectly at the pool. Zeke wanted to come up with something to ease his pal's burden. That evening, Elliot was sitting at the diner waiting for Casey to bring him his order to take home. He was drained and ready to turn in for the night. Here you go, Elliot. One number three to go with extra horsefly radish on the side. You okay? You look real tired. I am. Walking back and forth to the shop every day is exhausting. I feel like I'm going to have to make a decision soon. What do you mean? I need to decide whether to move back to the pond or quit working at the shop, but I love both. And we love having you here. You can't move away. I know, and I love working with Zeke. I just don't know what to do. Have you tried praying about it yet? You know God cares about all of our problems. You're right, he does. I haven't yet. I'll do that. Thanks for the dinner and the advice. The next day, Zeke was down at the fishing hole. As much as he wanted to, he couldn't figure out anything that could make Elliot's situation any better. He decided that he might as well try to catch some dinner when he heard the sound of singing coming from upstream. Ahoy, Captain! How's the pirating going? Junk gypsies! Remember, Zeke, we're not pirates anymore. Come on over and see what treasures we found. Let me put my fishing pole away and I'll be right there. 
The ants made landfall in their hollowed-out piece of willow bark. Behind it was tethered a barge loaded down with a cacophony of what some might call junk. The once thieving pirates had changed their ways and now ran a legitimate business taking trash and turning it into treasure. Some ants were unloading the various items ready to be sold. Bring the combobulation, me hearties. Zeke here may find use for it. Combobu what? Used for what? That's our term for junk we can't fix or use. We thought maybe you might have some use for it. Boys, set her down right here on the shore. Zeke, do what you want with the plunder. We've got treasures to sell. Uh, thanks. What am I supposed to do with all this? There's a tire. What is this? Handlebars of some sort? A chain? Interesting. Wait, a bike. Are these bike parts? God, did you do this? I was just praying for Elliot and this could be the answer. A bicycle would be a perfect solution. Zeke gathered the parts and started for the shop, thinking along the way, what a wonderful surprise for Elliot. Suddenly, he froze on the path. Wait, if this is going to be a surprise, I can't rebuild this at the shop. Elliot will see it. Where can I take this? You can't take up the whole path, whippersnapper. Use your manners and let an old lady pass. Mrs. Badger! Well, who else would it be? No, Mrs. Badger. I mean, yes, Mrs. Badger, but... I mean, Mrs. Badger, I have a favor to ask you. Well, spit it out. Could I keep this at your house? A box of junk? No, no, I mean, yes, this box, but it won't look like this for long. I only have so much life left. I can't waste it listening to this gibberish. I need a favor that I need to... You already said that. Yes, ma'am. Mrs. Badger, I've been given this box of parts that I know I can build into a bicycle for Elliot. You see... He's been walking back and forth to work every day, and he's worn out. I want to surprise him with this gift, so I can't build it at the shop. So, what's the favor? Would you allow me to use your shed to work on this? Of course. Why didn't you just say that at the start? Yes, ma'am. Sorry. Well, are you going to follow me home and put that stuff away in the shed before Elliot comes along? Yes, ma'am. You lead the way. The following week, Elliot was in the shop by himself. Business was slow, so he was taking this time to pray again and ask God to help him find a solution to his dilemma. Good afternoon, Mr. Marvin. How can I help you? It's my bicycle. It has a flat, and I cannot ascertain the source of the leak. I'll come outside and have a look. I would be grateful, Mr. Elliot. It is imperative I have it fixed expeditiously, as I cannot manage my day without this mode of transportation. I would imagine it does come in handy with visiting your students and getting from here to there quicker. Let me see. Well, it's obviously the back tire. I just need to spin it and see if I can pinpoint the leak. Ah, here's your culprit. It's a needle from a small bird that punctured the tire. I'll seal it and have you ready in no time. Splendid. I truly cannot get along without it. The walk home from school isn't bad. It's as you say... The visits I need to make rather frequently. If I don't have my bicycle, I don't get home till too late to do much else, but prepare for bed and say a prayer. Mr. Marvin, I got it. I need a bicycle of my own. Very sensible idea. You do have a lengthy walk in the mornings, do you not? Precisely. I've been praying for a solution and I think God just gave it to me. A bicycle. Would you like for me to keep an eye out and let you know should I find one available? I would be indebted to you. Not at all. Good day to you, Mr. Elliot. 
Meanwhile, Zeke dropped off a sewing machine to Mrs. Mouse. Knowing that Elliot was still at the shop, he decided to head up the hill to visit Casey at the diner. Hi, Zeke. What can I get you? I need a favor, and it's a secret. Oh, sounds fun. How can I help? Have you ever painted a bicycle? Oh, and the plot thickens. Tell me more. Zeke filled Casey in on his plan. She was delighted to help out her two friends. Once the bike was completed, he would bring it to Mrs. Drake's studio for Casey to paint. I love this, and I already have some creative ideas. How are you going to surprise him? Uh, I haven't really thought about that yet. Oh, I have an idea. Hey, Zeke, what are you doing here? I thought you were dropping off the sewing machine to Mrs. Mouse. Um, I did, and then I thought I'd stop in and say hi to Casey and grab a cup of coffee at Jumpin' Java's. Jumpin' Java's is closed for the night. Is it that time already? Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Carrying a big sewing machine around is fun? It's all about perspective. What are you doing here? I always eat dinner here unless you and I grab a bite of the crispy bark. I don't have the energy. Oh, Zeke! Guess what? A bicycle. What? A bicycle? Where did you see a bicycle? Who has a bicycle? I didn't see a bicycle. I don't know who has a bicycle. Well, Mr. Marvin has a bicycle, which is why I'm saying I found the solution to my problem. A bicycle. Oh, a bike. I guess that could work. Well, I thought you'd be a little bit more excited than that. Now I don't have to move from the pool or quit the repair shop. Isn't that great? Yes, it is. Isn't that a wonderful idea, Zeke? Sure, sure, yeah, good idea. Where are you going to get this bicycle? Well, Mr. Marvin is going to keep an eye out, and I thought Casey would put a sign in the shop for me. Oh, sure, Elliot. But for now, you having the usual tonight? Yeah, thanks, Casey. And maybe I'll check with the ants to see if they have anything Oh, they've... the ants. I'll check with the ants. Don't worry about the ants. I'm not sure they'd have anything anyway. Just saw them earlier. They had nothing but a box full of mismatched pieces. Sounds like a perfect plan, right, Zeke? You will talk to the ants. I'll post a sign. And, and did you say Mr. Marvin was looking as well? That's perfect, because I have a message I was giving to Zeke for Mr. Marvin. He can stop by after school tomorrow and drop off the message and check on his progress. You are? Yes, you are, and I am. Here it is. Now, make sure Mr. Marvin gets this first thing in the morning. Elliot won't mind if you're late, will you, Elliot? Sure he won't. Wouldn't be the first time. Hey, this is great. In no time we'll find one. Yep, no time at all. The next morning, Mr. Marvin was ringing the school bell and was surprised to see Zeke headed his way. Hello, Mr. Zeke. I do hope this is a sociable call. Though I don't have but a minute to spare. I'll be quick, Mr. Marvin. Casey asked me to give you a message. Read it first, and then I'll explain. Mr. Marvin, please stop looking for a bicycle for Elliot. Mr. Zeke, I confess this note has me bewildered. Alright, here it is. We already have a bicycle for Elliot. We're hoping to surprise him. Ah, the fog is lifting. For the next week, Zeke left the repair shop and went straight to Mrs. Badger's shed to work on the bicycle. It wasn't going as quickly as he'd hoped, and he'd run into a few issues. One evening while working, he heard the doorbell to Mrs. Badger's house ring. He thought nothing of it and continued working. He needed to hammer out the metal just a bit on one section of the handlebars. Elliot, what are you doing here? I know I'm a little early, but I thought we were playing chess tonight. Of course, of course. Yes, we are. I guess I just forgot. You? Forgot our game? Yes, me. Don't get smart with me, Sonny. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. 
Well, come in. You can get the game set up while I make us some tea. Mrs. Badger, you okay? What was that sound? What sound? That banging. Did you hear it? I don't hear anything. Hmm. I don't either. Now. Your first move this time, since I beat you last time. And the time before that. I did it in four moves. There it is again. It sounds like it's coming from your shed outside. Should I go check on it? I will ask if I want your help with anything. Now, it's your move. What if someone's stealing your things? Aren't you worried even a little? For your information, I am well aware of what is going on in my shed. And it's none of your business, young man. Should we finish the game, or do you want to keep being nosy? We can finish the game. Good. Checkmate. What? <laughs> After being soundly whipped by Mrs. Badger in another game of chess... Elliot walked home. Lord, I could really use a bicycle. You said, ask and ye shall receive. And you have not because you ask not. So I'm asking. And I thank you for moving on my behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Mr. Elliot. It sure is a lovely evening to be out riding. Or in your case, walking. Yes, it is. Mr. Marvin, have you heard anything about a bicycle? Heard of anything? You know a bicycle. Did Zeke talk to you? Zeke, uh, yes, we did have a discourse concerning the bicycle. I assume that means conversation? Precisely. When I get my bicycle, Mr. Marvin, how about you and I go for a ride? That would be most agreeable. Say, Tuesday? This Tuesday? I'm not sure I'll have one by then, but God can do anything. Oh, oh, is that too soon? Well, as you say, God does the miraculous. I've got to go. Thanks for keeping an eye out. You're welcome. I must be going. Oh, I am not good at this. The day of the reveal was finally here. Casey had painted the bicycle and attached a wire basket on the back for Elliot to carry books, his lunch, or for deliveries. The small group of conspirators had gathered at Drake's Diner. They were waiting for Elliot to arrive at Jumpin' Java's for his morning coffee so they could wheel out the bicycle from behind the little hut and yell, Surprise! Unaware that Elliot was headed their way a little earlier than expected, the group was chatting loudly about their plan. Well, Lord, this is the start of a new week. I'm trying to be patient and have faith. It would be nice to go on a ride with Mr. Marvin tomorrow. That sounds like Zeke. What would he be doing around the pool this early in the morning? Good morning. Hey, Zeke, what are you doing here so early? Elliot, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be heading to Jumpa Java's? I was, but then I heard Zeke laughing. Me? You heard me laughing. I told you to keep it down. She did admonish you several times to keep your volume down. Mrs. Badger? Mr. Marvin? I don't usually see you two here. It's none of your business when and where I visit the diner, young man. Can we please dispense with all the secrecy? I am not certain how much longer I can keep up with this pretense. Uh, am I missing something? Yes, Mr. Marvin. You can relax now. Elliot, we were planning to meet you over at Jumpin' Java's, but since you're here, we have a surprise for you. At that, the group of friends separated, revealing behind them a red bicycle. 
On the metal frame, Casey had painted some of Elliot's hobbies, golf balls and clubs, along with some of his favorite books. Is that for me? Where did you get it? I love it. Casey, did you paint all this? Who did this? Well, we all played a little part. I got the bicycle parts from the junk gypsies, and Mrs. Badger let me use her shed to build it. Mr. Marvin made sure not to find a bicycle, and yes, Casey painted the murals on it. We hope you like it, Elliot. Like it? I love it. This is a huge blessing, and it's an answer to my prayer. It's an answer to all of our prayers, because I didn't want you to leave the shop. And I didn't want you to leave the pool. And I'm tired of beating you so easily because you're too tired to be of any competition. And I'm just glad it's all over. Well, you want to take it for a spin? You bet I do. Mr. Marvin, are we on for tomorrow? It's Tuesday. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. A bicycle for Elliot reminds us that God hears our prayers. Don't you love how he is aware of all our needs, big and small? This was a big need for Elliot. Without it, he was going to have to make some tough decisions. The two friends asked God specifically for a bicycle. It's good to be specific when we talk to God. James 4 tells us, You don't get what you want because you do not ask God. Or when you ask, you do not receive because the reason you ask is wrong. You want things only so that you can use them for your own pleasures. Elliot wasn't asking out of his own selfish desires, but for a true purpose, and God met his need because he asked. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. I'm Kelly. And I'm Candy. Do you know what we're talking about today? Well, I know what I want to talk about. I want to know what type of bicycle Elliot got. Is it a normal bicycle, a dirt bike, or a penny farthing? A penny what? Penny farthing. It's the bicycle with the huge front wheel and the tiny back wheel. I don't think that's what they built for Elliot. But the bicycle is our information for today. German inventor Carl von Dres is credited with developing the first bicycle. His machine, known as the Swift Walker, hit the road in 1817. This early bicycle had no pedals and its frame was a wooden beam. No pedals? Swift Walker? It doesn't sound very swift to me. Before it was called the bicycle, it also went by the name of Hobby Horse, Running Machine, Bone Shaker, and the Velocipede. Velocipede? That sounds like a Velociraptor. Ooh, that sounds like a prehistoric bicycle. Get it? No, I don't. What do you think it would sound like? A prehistoric bicycle? Rawr! Or maybe She's in the lost world again, kids. Bye. Thanks for listening. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share with your friends. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith. What do you think it would sound like? A prehistoric bicycle? Rawr! Or maybe... She's in the lost world again. She's in the... Why aren't we videoing this? Rawr! Or maybe... Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I immediately thought there was like a spider or something. I don't have the energy. Oh, Zeke! Guess what? A bicycle. (laughs) Did you like that? You just got to be ready for it. I'm going to do it again.